I was trying to be like real like chill. Koi. It was koi. Koi. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Episode three fifty two. Welcome to the Brain Candy Woo! Podcast, everyone. Aww. Sarah, happy how to are be here. You? I have a you. question for you. Oh, I love questions. But depending on your answer, I might have to edit it out because you might want not want to talk about this. Oh, so, okay. oh, oh, where are we going with this? Preface that. Well, I wondered if you wanted to comment or not about what Johnny tweeted about you. Oh, sure. Let's comment. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's go in okay, there. Okay. So, yeah, he basically. Do you want me to read it exactly? Yes. Or? yes. Okay. Let me find it. Because the, um, the the great thing about this is I didn't hear about this tweet until a few days later from you. Yeah. And because I'm just like never go on Twitter or whatever people like. I just didn't look, and uh, and I was kind of prepping myself for it to be like, oh god, is this gonna? It was wonderful, not his tweet, but the response from it. So read his tweet, and then okay, I'll tell you Let what I got see on the other end where of it. The hell it is. Um, I don't see it in my mentions, but I'll give you the general sense, which is he f- was quote tweeting an article about your breakup. Mm-hmm. And he said, um, did he get, no, yeah, did he get a prenup or did he take the money and run? Yeah. About your husband. Yeah. So what are your initial thoughts about that? Well, I didn't even, so the first time I saw it was when somebody, you know, like tagged me in and they, it was a video that they had done not of the tweet, but of all the reactions, like looking at all the tweets and listening to this girl and then her commentary over it. She goes, look at this jackass. He thinks he's going to do this and look at how they're dragging him. Like I was thinking that people were going to like, what did she say? That they were going to like sign, uh, what do they call it? When you like basically give the thumbs up, like you're, you're, you're saying, yeah, yeah, I'm with it. And she's like, Every, there's maybe five of those and hundreds of people saying, dude, not fucking cool. It's and not cool. It's not cool. But what was cool was how many people said it wasn't cool. And yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. Oh my God, this is like, say whatever the hell you want, Johnny, because people are on my side in just of, you know, like on the side of humanity. Yeah, it's a. He said, "Did he sign a prenup or take the money and run?" And then did emojis, and then he tagged Challenge MTV, which mm-hmm. m- to me means he wants them to see that he's starting a feud. He doesn't mm-hmm. just want to say it. Right. He wants like someone to take notice. Yeah. Totally. And it just I was really surprised by it. You would think that by now we would be used to his bad behavior, but. It surprised me because I thought this was all over, that we didn't have to talk about him anymore and he didn't have to talk about us anymore or you. And then out of nowhere, he just decided he wanted to make a low blow. Yeah. I don't know. The fuck? It doesn't even, like, it really doesn't bother me that much. I'm though. sure it doesn't. Like, and it, what what is so, it almost like tickles me and I'm just like, oh, thank you. I'm just so, I feel so, like, honored that I take up so much real estate in this guy's brain yeah because the only time we ever even talk about him is when it comes up that he's done something towards one of us correct like Like we don't spend time thinking or talking about him (laughs) it's crazy so that was really funny and i 
Yeah, I was like fine with it. And I just the 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 I love a gif reaction and there were <laughs> right, so many too. of those. What were they there. doing like the don't do that kind of gif? Yeah, like all those. Um, yeah, like, like knock oh, it off. hell no. Or like, mm, 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 that was, that was dumb. You shouldn't have done that. And, uh, uh, yeah, so it was great. So this, this woman, her name is S.H. Boogies. So Shaboogies, we'll call her that. But she, <laughs> she was the one who sent me or tagged me in just, it was just like the laughing emoji. And, oh, you know, it was the best when he said shit. The, my favorite gif that somebody posted was of the backpack thing that CT did to him. <laughs> of like, uh, remember this, buddy? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, Sarah's, Sarah's unbothered by this. That never gets old. The backpack yeah. gif. Never. Never. Well, whatever. Good riddance. It's, I just wanted hilarious. to cover it because people want to know what you think. So thought it was worth mentioning. Yeah. Well, I, I say mention it. Do not edit that out. Okay. Yeah. I'm so just, now, I, now I like have to come back to the show because I was uh, uh, like show. I mean, right here, right now in this yeah. moment uh, because I got lost in all of the hilarious uh, tweets that were totally <laughs> backing me, not him. Okay, good. Yeah, so. we'll stay on track. Yay! We covered that. We did it. Whatever. Yeah. Um, here's some kind of funny good news. Oh, yeah. There was somebody who stole a Heinz ketchup bottle. Did you read about this? No. And then after they stole the ketchup bottle, they got into a car accident and they had all this misfortune befall them. <laughs> and so they felt like it was penance for stealing the ketchup bottle. And so the person returned it to I the restaurant. I, get right? I understand that. I would have done the same thing. <laughs> and left a note that said, this is the worst thing I'd ever done. I was just looking for mischief and wanted to do something a little dangerous. And then ever since I did, I've had all this der- terrible luck. And then um, uh, they somehow the Heinz Corporation found out and decided to help the person. And oh my god! Pay for their uh, the car accident damage and stuff because they were like, "Hey, ketchup, Heinz ketchup makes us do crazy things too." <laughs> and I was like, "That's such a great way to handle it." That is, that really Being is Being a nice thief. I and like who? I love us? this story because I know that that <laughs> you know who know. Like I feel like yeah. the, I, I can imagine what the story was, what the what the this person was thinking and. And where they were, where they're like, oh, with friends and like, oh, I should just steal this ketchup bottle. And they did. And then it was like, what? And you can tell that that's a totally out of character thing for them. Because (laughs) you wouldn't feel like that if this was something you went around and did all the time. No. And you certainly wouldn't attribute your bad luck to it. Correct. You wouldn't. Never. You'd be like, this was it. It was that one thing. I am totally the same. Which is Mm -hmm. why I can't, I am like. I don't litter. I don't... Well, because also because, you know, I care. But because it's like... You believe it's karmic. Yes. Because mm-hmm. what goes around comes around, man. And uh, <laughs> so this person really understood that. And I just love that the Heinz Ketchup Company got on board. And I just like that people can just see the big picture and not, you know, get this person in trouble and pile on that way. That they yeah. can be like, okay, th- there's there's like other stuff going on here and and i love that they reached out and helped out and i think that's real cute that reminds me of you know uh, just like in in the same spirit of companies that are contacting fans or like in weird ways of their product there was a woman so old bay spice 
you know, mm-hmm. the spice. Yes, yes. Is doing a, like, I don't know, they're like rebrand, like, not rebranding, but they're like doing a big, like, PR. Yeah, campaign. Like, campaign. Mm-hmm. And about like the biggest Old Bay Spice fans. Like, who's the biggest fan? They're, <laughs> and they somehow found out or heard about a person who had a wireless network called like Old Bay Spice Lover or something. Like Old <laughs> Bay Spice like, like is the best or whatever it was. And went, and went around and posted flyers around. And then I guess the woman moved or something happened where they were like, we don't know whose network we this is. We lost her. We yeah. lost her. And so they posted flyers around all over the place of like, is this your wireless network? Are you the biggest Old Bay Spice fan? <laughs> no, and no. And then so, th- they tracked her down and they finally found her. And they did like the same kind of thing of like, you know, there's like a contest and like entered her in this contest and found her. And I think they gave her like, I don't know, probably like Old Bay Spice for life or something like that. But they're like, we just have to know, are you the biggest Old Bay Spice fan? Because you love it so much, you named your wireless network after it. That is adorable. So it's really cute. Yeah, and so I just like when they're doing things like that. And, uh, <laughs> and then it re- you reminded me of another story that I read about, I think it was in Japan where this happened, where, of like people, instead of getting them in trouble, going like, hmm, maybe there's something else we can do. A teenage boy snuck onto an airfield and was watching he like was obsessed with airplanes and he was watching the mechanics and he had no training in aviation knew nothing about this and he broke in he hot wired the planes and took a plane for a joyride not flying it but just driving it around the tarmac no yeah and rather than being upset the people who caught him on video found him and they offered him a job and now he's working there what yep because they were like, you showed serious skills in mechanics oh. that are are far, like, to be able to do okay, that, okay. you're so smart. And you're so, like, they were so impressed that it would, of what it would take to be able to do this with zero training, that they were like, we got to get this kid. And so I getting was him in- not into this until you said that they saw some raw talent yes they, they saw raw talent harness in that was it it wasn't like a kid just being a dumbass like yeah in order to, they saw raw talent and they were like this is this is yeah the pilots it wasn't like the security like the pilots who saw the video was like no no no, we need this guy mm. isn't that cool yeah, I like that. Maybe yeah. he'll turn his life around and stop being a nuisance. Right, and I think it's just a kid. That's like one of those things where they like, if if we look at what the bad behavior is, you know. Yeah, and what's motivating it. Like, my little brother got in trouble for starting fire when he was little, <laughs> but now he's a firefighter, and he's right. really interested, and he's like in fire safety and wants to be like, you know, the the fire marshal guy, and... And so you have to, like, he could have, like, I don't know, if things were different. Yes, that's what my whole belief is that a lot of these people that I study that are, you know, in in trouble with the law and yeah. in prison, oh, I yeah. think if they had had somebody see their potential and a way to harness their, uh, you know, what seemed like bad behavior, yeah. then they, their life could have turned out differently. Yeah. Which mm. is... Good to know. Yeah. Um, another thing that's good to know is if you want a really good night's sleep, you're going to need good bedding. And so you need Brooklinen. We just got a message on Instagram this morning, someone saying, I was very convincing when I said that they're going to have the best sleep of their life. So she's going to break down and get her Brooklinen sheets. I don't yeah. think she'll be sorry. No, you because won't. 
They're so nice. They're hotel quality. They, oh God, the linen, just go for the linen. Go for the linen. If you live in a hot place. Yeah. I mean, it's It's going to, it's it's investing in, you'll have it forever. You'll have it for like 10 years. They only get Mm -hmm. better. They're really high quality. Linen just gets better. better when you wash it. They get softer. The colors aren't don't fade. They have tons of different patterns too. You can mix and match. Um, they don't just feel great. They look great. They look great in your room, and they're very Instagrammable, might I add. Oh, they sure are. And they're direct to consumers, so that's they cut out the middleman and you, they give you a great product and service, but without the markup. And our mm-hmm. Brooklyn sheets are the most comfortable sheets we've slept on, and their towels have turned our bathrooms into spas. Mm-hmm. I couldn't recommend them more for friends, family, or treating yourself to the upgrade you deserve. Brooklinen.com is giving an exclusive offer just for our listeners. Get 10% off and free shipping when you use promo code BRAIN at Brooklinen.com. Brooklinen is so confident in their product that all their sheets, comforters, and towels come with a lifetime warranty. The only way to get 10% off and free shipping is to use promo code BRAIN at brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com, promo code BRAIN. Brooklinen, they're the best sheets ever. Yeah, and if that didn't sell you enough, the one feature that, like, also, why did nobody else do this before? The sheets are labeled long side and short side. (laughs) Right. That alone, I will pay extra for. Yeah, me too. That, to not have to do that every time I put on, every time I do it, every time. Time. Single time. <laughs> yes. So uh, if I could get those five minutes and that that frustration, like yeah. you know, taken away for if you add all that up over a lifetime, we'll call uh, that self care. Yeah, there you go. It's just <laughs> investing in your self care. I love that and saving money. So there you go. End of end of rant. The end. I also got a message from Brainiac who was sending along a story. Our listeners send the best news items and yes. stuff um, about this guy. He was a sex sexual excuse me sexual predator and he was about to go on trial and then he went on the lam you know and uh apparently was hiding in the woods and he had built this i don't know like kind of like a cave dwelling Mm -hmm. and chose a spot in i think it was wisconsin or somewhere up there where it was very remote but it was near enough to a trash heap that he went to the trash heap every day and got all the stuff he needed to live on. And so he had um, like a generator. It was a solar-powered cave. (laughs) and What? Like he he made it so good. And it's kind of freaky. And he was there for years, since 2016. Years? Yes. Jesus. And the weird thing is when I was reading it, it was in BuzzFeed. I just kept thinking about how no. <laughs> I know I kind of was missing the point. Like, okay, here's a sex predator living in a cave with solar power, whatever. And I'm just thinking, we throw too much crap away <laughs> for him to be able to live off of a trash heap. <gasps> oh my god! Yeah, that's true. He Ugh. had computers. He had all these things oh that people god. threw out. Yeah, that he then could use and and food as well. I mean, there's like. It's really, I'm having a lot of conflicting feelings because there's a part of me that wants to pat him on the back for his resourcefulness, but then it's like, I don't want to be giving credit no. or thumbs yeah. up to a predator or I like know. reward, you know, giving him credit for abating or whatever it's called. Here's the part I think Please. you'll like, which is that the way that they found him was that a hunter had stumbled across this door to his cave and at the time, just kind of got freaked out and left and then thought about it for months, thought Mm -hmm. about that door. 
and just couldn't shake it and Mm -hmm. went back and retraced his steps and found it. And then that's when he reported it to the police so that there was a person living in there. And then that's how they found that it was a sexual predator. So I thought you'd like that because this guy listened to his gut. Yep. And there's something because, you know, as somebody who's, who's like, you know, walked through nature, you've seen, there are sometimes dwellings that you see or like people who are, there was something else that. Yeah. The universe spoke to him where he's like, this is a, this is not right. And then like kept tapping him on the shoulder about it because, you know, I've like seen people who like will be, I don't know, it's in a more like urban setting, but they're like, like created a dwelling, like maybe, mm-hmm. I don't know, in some, Yeah, wherever. like a makeshift. Yeah. 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 Home. Yeah. yeah. But and you would just ignore it really mm-hmm. and be like, okay, well, that's just like a homeless person or that's somebody who's like a you know one of those like a hermit or whatever. Yeah, but recluse. There was something or, where mm-hmm. yeah, recluse. There was something about this where he couldn't. And I thank goodness that guy is like, yeah, listening to his. That's gut. a hero. It's what somebody that person's a hero because oh, a hero. Yes. Yeah, because. He saw something that didn't make sense, although he had no reason to believe it was nefarious or anything. Right, But right. for whatever reason, you know, when those little hairs stand up on your neck or yep. when you get goosebumps and you don't really know why, like, don't yep. deny that. You have to. And mm-hmm. Susie and I have been learning a lot recently. The more you open yourself up to listening to those, the oh my more God. they dump them. them on your lap, like, to the point where you're like, what the hell is going on? Tell them what happened the other night. And we went out. I left and I was like, was that, is it just me? Or I hope Susie realizes what, how strange that was too. It really was. Like I kept thinking about it and thinking how, well, tell them what happened and then we'll analyze it. So Susie comes over to my house for the first time and, you know, it's real, we're talking so much about like fresh beginnings and being in line with, you know, what your, your path is and what your spirit wants and your, you know, all this stuff and how we have to like listen to our, ourselves and our gut and how when we're in the right place that the universe will start giving us signs and it feels like serendipity and we just feel like everything is just like there's so many coincidences you can't even deny it. So we're sitting there, we have this whole conversation. That's like the theme of the night that we're talking about. And Mm -hmm. then Susie and I start talking about how um, her New Year's resolution to have more music in her life has been so beneficial for me too. And I'm like, a, 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 you know, like I've benefited from it and how important music has become. And we're talking about music and just how much we love it. And we're at an outdoor restaurant where very casual, like casual beach dining and through the door walks or through the patio walks this woman in a beautiful ball gown <laughs> and, and like yeah. right past us in a hurry and then she comes back and Susie and I both go wow she's beautiful what a great dress and she comes back and then Susie stops her and goes I'm sorry I just got to tell you you are just so beautiful and she goes and she just starts into this whole thing and she goes oh my goodness I'm from Milan and let me tell you and guess what I do I'm a harpist and I'm just here and I'm from La Jolla and I just had to go to the bathroom real bad so I stopped in here and she's telling we get into this conversation where we didn't even really ask her open up no. to her where she just starts talking about how important music is yeah and she comes to us wearing treble clef earrings yeah like with all the science of music and then starts telling us everything that we had just been talking about yeah and then it was creepy it was cr- and Susie and i were like 
what? We even looked at her and, and we're like, you stopped and talked to the right people. Just so you know. And then two seconds later, right after she leaves, and we have this moment of, wow, well, that was weird with everything we were talking about and how we like the universe gives you signs when you're in the right place. And Mm -hmm. we're talking about music. And then the woman with the music, she's like an actual human embodiment of music. (laughs) And she walks by. And then we talk about the serendipity of that. And then a random dude... Out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. We haven't been, like, opening ourselves up to this. We're not, like, looking around. Look, we're intense in conversation. And he mm-hmm. interrupts us. He's drunk as a skunk, but whatevs. And he <laughs> starts talking about all this spiritual hippity-dippity stuff about, like, everything we're saying and, like, doubles down on the – on. and we were, like – Susie and I were looking at each other, like, are you kidding me? Yeah. It was crazy, people. It really was. I kept reflecting on it and thinking – how did that happen? And we weren't asking for it. You know how sometimes no. you're almost inviting people yes. to talk to you? It yes. wasn't like that. Not at all. Oh, my God. Okay, let me tell you um, about Omax, and then I have the craziest story. Oh, I love this. I okay. love this episode already. <laughs> so as you guys have heard us talking about, Omax O-Shot CBD arousal oil is the key to a wonderful sex life. This is a lubricant that you can use that is made out of eight natural botanicals and of course the CBD. So you get a sensory tingling, but you don't get that crazy feeling of like, I want to get off this ride. And it tastes good. It smells good. It's designed to be a natural way to get your motor running and enjoy a more satisfying sexual experience, which everyone wants. Yeah. Who's like, no, I'll pass. Yeah. (sighs) Right? Get out of here. I just got a tweet from somebody saying they were going to try it. If you yeah. have uh, low libido or hormonal changes, sometimes it gets hard. You know, it can be hard to get things yes. working. So why not give yourself a little help there? Whether you're single or looking to spice up your relationship with more satisfying sex, every woman can benefit from a more enjoyable orgasmic experience. Omax O-Shot comes to the rescue, provides heightened sexual sensations, which can give you the instant and long-lasting satisfaction you've been looking for. It's 100% safe and natural. Remember, go to omaxhealth.com today and enter code BRAINCANDY. Take advantage of the incredible savings. That's O-M-A-X health.com and enter code BRAINCANDY to get 20% off O-Shot and all of the Omax, Omax products site-wide. Okay, this story, Sarah, I don't know yes. how you forgot to even talk about this. Yeah. Sarah oh, had a stop being polite moment. Oh, yeah, I sure did. Oh, my God. It, it was the same night at the bar, and this yeah. was actually earlier in the evening, yeah. and we saw a man come up to the woman next to us at the bar, mm-hmm. and we could hear what he was saying. And Sarah's looking at me with her back to them. And she said, did you hear that he just said that he was going to slip her a roofie? And I said, I did hear that. Now, Mm -hmm. I wasn't going to say anything. And that is to my detriment because Sarah went for it. Tell them what you did. Uh, I very politely (laughs) turned to him and said, I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt your conversation, but did I just hear you correctly? And you said that you would roofie that woman. I'm. So, did you believe that that was a joke? What? And I just. I. I mean, I can't even remember what I said because it was like in that moment. Oh, I'm getting it right now. Like my heart is racing. Yeah. Because I'm like back in that mu- place in my mind right now, and now is when I'm feeling like 
nervous. But when I was in that moment, it was like something else was speaking through me. I almost feel like everything we got after that was like a reward for <laughs> right for you, you know, doing the right just thing. like the karma guy who like turned in his uh yeah the Heinz you ketchup. know the Heinz ketchup like this guy I felt was like, like in his fifties this is an yes. older guy yes and an uh, you know a middle aged woman as well yeah and he thought he was like being playful right you know how yes. they make these jokes where it's not really funny but you're supposed to laugh yeah and we all know that you, the polite laugh that you're supposed to do mm-hmm. and Sarah was just like. Uh, that's not appropriate and it's not an okay joke to make. And he was like, let me explain the context. And he was trying to say like, you know, they had this sort of running joke about their friend and whatever. And Sarah was like, guess what? Rape's not funny. And an unconscious woman having sex is not funny. That's Mm -hmm. rape. It's assault. Mm -hmm. I would have never done that. Oh my God, look at my hands. I'm like shaking right now. My God. This is like, oh God. Well, how did you have the courage to do that I don't know. And I just, and I was like firm in my, yeah. and then he was like trying to backpedal and he's like, well, let me buy you a drink, da, da, da. And oh I look God. at Susie for like, I'm like, what do I do with her? Like, is this something, no? And she's like, mm-mm, she gives me no. like, oh, no. And I'm like, thank you, but no thanks. And then I kept saying, I'm too worried you might roofie it. <laughs> And then right, I, he's the last guy we want to drink right. from. I'm like, you're the last one we want to buy drinks for or have to buy drinks for us. And then when he would walk away, I'd be like, oh, it's okay. I'll just make sure to keep my drink covered. And like he he went to the other side of the bar. But I just hope that there's something in him that I just planted some little seed that maybe makes him think He did twice. apologize. He did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and I know he was embarrassed. I mean, he ought to have been. His friend had to come over and get him. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, I, but I, I feel good about that. You should. I feel really good about so it. I was so happy that you did that because it is the right thing to do. And you were, you did stop being polite. I mean, it's not yeah. a polite moment when you have to tell someone you've overheard their conversation and you're offended by it. Right. But yeah. it felt like you had to come to her rescue too. Yeah, because she was doing that polite laugh thing. And you can tell her body language. She was like leaning away. This guy... And I told her, we like laughed about it, me and her afterwards. And, and I was like, I'm sorry to do that, you know, and, and that you had to like be in the middle of that. And she's like, I didn't want to talk to him. I'm like, yeah, I figured you didn't. I could smell his breath from over here. Like Mm. nobody wants him around. And you know, I got to, I got to shut him up and, and, you know, step in because, you know, and I felt like I didn't go to a place where I was yelling at him or telling him, like, you're a fucking asshole. Sorry, Linda. Didn't do anything like that. (laughs) It was more like, here are the facts. Here's what you do. And here's what it sounds like for somebody who witnessed or who overhears that. And here's how that, like, what that is, what message that's sending. And here's what we think about that, the females who are listening. So let me tell you, if you're interested in picking her up, the last thing she's going to want to hear about is how you think it's funny to roofie the other girl at the end of the bar. It's not even a good joke. It's awful. No, you know? he was it was like so bad and I mm-hmm. was it, I it yeah. You know what? It really was the universe rewarded because like it takes me a while I would have been in that place like I needed some good stuff. I needed some like positivity to kind of like what, you know, get rid of those this like shaky, you know, fired up feeling that I have when I we didn't talk about this at the time, but the bartender came over while you were doing that, and oh, he yeah. said, "Are you guys okay?" Oh, and good. I like that too. That I'd like that too. He I had bartenders a hand, are good. 
Yeah, like he was very aware of what was going on and had his eye on it, which I thought was noble and good. Yes. I really do like how there are those the that good mm-hmm. bartenders are mm-hmm. like that. They're more than just like serve you drinks. I've had a lot of bartenders in the in my, you know, times at bars who have stepped in and helped me or get out of uncomfortable situations or made somebody leave. And my friend Morgan, who's a bartender, she does that too. Yeah. She's always like, "You have to freaking go. You're out of here. You're done." And, you know, stop talking to her. She like it's really good when they're like that. Yeah, they're like babysitters and they have to manage a lot of people who are, you know, are prone to misbehaving because they're drinking and out for a night. So, oh, and they're all sober. I forget that. Oh, dealing with drunk people when you're, oh, it's the worst. Yeah. I mean, they're barely tolerable when you're drinking, but you did the right thing and it was very impressive and I wouldn't have done it, but just because I don't have the courage. It's so crazy the things that, like, you do so much that I don't have the courage to do. <laughs> right, 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 that right. That are, right. like, things that you're like, what? I don't care what the big deal is. I'm like, oh, my God, I can never do that. Then something <laughs> like this, it's like, no problem. <laughs> right, It's right, totally. Right. Good thing well, we're friends. I think each that you are and- more motivated by principles. And oh, I sure. am more motivated by when someone's annoying me, then I will shut it down. Yeah. Like, if I'm annoyed, I'm going to just handle it. Whereas you're more like, if it's about, you know, a moral, a higher moral ethic and stuff. So yours yeah. is a better. <laughs> Get out. And then Susie was like, I love seeing revved up Sarah. And I was like, yeah, all I need is somebody to lie to me about prices at the tour like they did in Brazil <laughs> or a rape joke. Yeah, it's not funny. Yeah. Don't lie to me and don't make inappropriate jokes about sexual abuse. Unless they're really funny. Yeah, and yours wasn't. And it wasn't. Sir. No, not it was not. No. All right. Well, I'm glad we. Yeah. There. That, however, so. there are some hilarious jokes about that same topic, which you can hear on Tiffany Hatch's new, like, uh, uh, series. Netflix I guess special, Netflix yeah. special called They Ready, where she showcases some amazing comedians. Amazing female comedians. female comedians yes. from all different backgrounds, and. There are some really good jokes about that subject. All right, that's oh good my to know. gosh, I can't even. I won't even because I won't even do it justice. But you know, it was yeah. just so funny, and everybody should check that out. And it's really great. And yeah, there's one gal who says that every girl should just get a, a a gay friend who's like really big with just like a big dick. So anytime some guy <laughs> treats them shitty, they just tell their friend, "You get." Take it out and wave it at them. Be like, you wanted, you want to make those jokes? He'll do that to you. How do you feel? <laughs> oh my god! She's like, just shake it at him. <laughs> like, yeah, scare we're him with for it. inappropriate humor. Right. I loved it. I was like, that would be hilarious because what if we had like a guy like they want to make a joke about that? Well, I got this friend right here, and he'll do the same thing to you. How do you feel about that? <laughs> like that's so great. I gotta watch that. Oh, you have to. It's so good, and I want to see every single one of those comedians like. In real life. In real life. IRL. IRL. Another thing you guys are going to want to see in real life are the amazing Rothy's shoes. Yeah. We were just <gasps> talking about them. They just came out with commercials, which I've, I've seen on my, uh, like on, com- on my computer on like ads. They're so cute and they make me want to buy more colors. I know. We need more. I'm like, more. we know those. Those are our shoes. Well, when we were in Nashville, mine got all messed up, you know, yeah. just from walking so much. And uh, Sarah was like, I hope that 
cleans up good. And then le- next time I saw you, you were like, oh my God, they are like new. Well, let's be real here. I said, your shoes, oh my gosh, they were scuffed up a little bit. And now look yeah. at, did you wipe them off? They're clean now. And then you were like, I don't know if they're going to come out as clean yeah. and then you washed them and then we were both surprised. perfect yes they that yes. is true i was i did not have doubts i was like oh, okay. like let the I record did. show it was not me with the no, okay yeah because i just thought how many times can you right. wash these that's and have what you them were thinking you're like i've yeah. washed these a million times there's got to be an end nope bright white sparkly and they're all over my instagram you guys have seen them mine are white so that's why they get dirty but then they like i said you put them in the washer and they're good as new they have you tons didn't of treat styles. them with anything before no that. it's just that wow yeah okay i gotta get the white well, they I have tons every of time. colors tons of patterns different styles if you like the sneaker or the point or the loafer whatever it'll blow your mind they're made from recycled plastic water bottles they are adorable and uh Here's the deal. Check out all the amazing styles available right now at rothys.com slash brain candy. Go to rothys.com, R-O-T-H-Y-S.com slash brain candy to get your new favorite flats, comfort, style, and sustainability. These are the shoes you've been waiting for. Head to rothys.com slash brain candy today. I love that you're like, just so you know, I had no doubts. <laughs> I was like, let the record show people. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was projecting. Oh, that was funny. Um, uh, so okay. I have, I have, have, this is kind of a little bit late, but yes, you know, when it was your birthday, I found this article that was, um, mm-hmm. it says amusing ways each generation defines adulting and this new list of the top 20 things that make you an adult. Oh, okay. Yeah. So what do you think would be on that list? Like, what do you think is a thing that like, when you did this, you're like, yep, I'm well, a fucking adult now. I'm sure the, theirs are more serious, but mine was like when I had a wrapping paper box. Okay. This is, I get that. Cause with my little brother, he said it's a nice cheese plate. Yes. He good one. Like, I will feel like I'm really, you know, so for his, for Christmas, I got him a nice set of cheese knives. Oh, okay. And yeah. so he's like, I want a nice, che-, like, he got, like, wine glasses and a cheese set. Yeah, because it's like, like you're now settled. I feel like an adult. You might be entertaining. Kids don't do that. Adults do. Yes. Yeah, I agree with that. That's a good one. Yeah. So what else would you say is on, on the mm, list? Um, Like, a lot of stuff with regards to paying bills. Yes, being, that's on You know, here. file, like a file <laughs> cabinet or... Stuff like oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you think about like when you go to your parents' house, one of the things that makes it pleasurable is that moms just tend to have everything you need ever. Yep. You know, like she has a button box for if you lose a button. I or, have that. Yes. Yeah, right. Yes. And just anything you need, she's, I got you. Or like yes. a, a lint roller. Yeah. Something like that. Suze, I added lotion back to, I had like taken it out of my bag. But, like, <laughs> multiple people, including you, have asked me for, do you have any lotion? Yeah, I needed lotion. And so I threw, so I'm like, I got to have lotion in my bag now. So I made sure I'm stocked on lotion. And I that's feel like so that's, funny. like, an adulting thing. So, like, when somebody, you know, I'm like, I got, I got you. Yes, I like this. Okay. What yep. else is on there? So. Spices? No, well, one of the, one of my, what'd you say? Spices? Like yeah, having spices. <laughs> well, the, kind of close to what you said the first time or we were talking about. It's number 16 on the list is drinking wine. Oh, well. Yeah. I'm like, check, okay. check, check. I'm an adult. Um, okay. So some of them are funny and some of them are like what you'd expect. Okay. Oh, excuse me. I'm like burpee over here. Excuse me. Okay. Let it out. Let it out. Yeah. Indigestion. That's part of being an adult, right? No. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Burn. So number one is having a budget. Okay. Yes. Yes. Of course. Buying a house. 
filing mm-hmm. your own taxes, which I feel like you should have been doing since you were 18, but come on now. Yeah. Um, understanding and monitoring your credit score, investing mm-hmm. in a 401k. Number six on the list, I'm upset, is on here. Okay. So what do you think is an, uh, an activity that people are say, okay, now I'm an adult because I do this. It's a chore. Mm. But if you oh. ask me, they should have been doing this since they were Just freaking like kids. Just like laundry? Yep. Oh, That's God. It. Doing your own laundry. For fuck's sake. Exactly. You know how old I was when I started doing laundry? When I, I, don't, I don't even think I could reach the washing machine. My policy, and this is like my parenting policy, because I was married before and I had a stepchild. And um, so I've been implementing this for a long time. You do your own laundry as soon as you get your period, if you're a girl, oh. or as soon as you start masturbating, if you're a boy. Oh, I like both of these. Because okay. I don't want to touch your semen or your period blood. That's, that's just me. That's good. That's good. Yeah. I almost feel like it's like anything. There are, are steps like that you, you can teach that age-appropriate yeah. steps to that. Like They should be sorting their laundry or at yes. least putting it in the GD laundry bit like i love i can always you know tell when landon lincoln did not do that because you'd be like is that where that goes why do you think a wet towel could go there every day every day and even i did that when you because i was like oh i know this is a thing Susie did so he had his pajama (laughs) pants out and i was like is that where your pajama pants go good good. so i was like i felt like Susie would be okay with this oh yes yeah i gotta reinforce her parenting lessons and he went right back in didn't even think twice about it like went right back in knew exactly what he he had done picked it up wasn't like oh oh because he's like those are the rules yeah you got to pick it up yeah so those kind of things you know or teaching them and like them being involved in it but if you're over the age of 13 or what you should be doing your laundry yeah come that's on. what i'm saying and you don't have to say oh you have to start because you're on your period or you masturbate right. it's just an age thing yes so it's like it's time now i had a conversation with one of my friends who um she has two boys who are, you know, right around those ages, like, you know, 13 and everything. And they yeah. do their own laundry. They've always done their own laundry. Yes. And it's not hard. It's not. And she has always done her husband's laundry because they like, you mm-hmm. know, you're in a room together, you do it together. And mm-hmm. she had this moment where, or I think what happened was they hadn't, she hadn't done laundry in a while. And her husband says like, you know, is this shirt clean or like da da da. And she went like had this moment where she's like, why the fuck am I doing this guy's laundry still? Yeah. And she said, this t- enough is enough. If you want clean clothes, you do your own laundry. And so mm-hmm. they got separate laundry bins. And I'm like, that, yeah, that seems like also smart. Like if, you, wow. if there's somebody who's complaining about there not being clean clothes. Oh, yeah. Please, goodness, t- by all means, take right. it. T- your arms Take work. some action. Yeah, you know how it works. And <laughs> you can use the washing machine. Your sons do it. So she has since changed the rules of their house. And it shows that you can change and you can, like, you always need to be, uh, uh, like, kind of reevaluating and renegotiating the rules and the, the chores and responsibilities and, you know, delegations of those responsibilities. And if you do it in a, in a good, healthy way and communicate it well, then it could it just, you ha- those are the things you have to talk about. Well, it probably goes to show how little is expected of young people, though, now, if this oh. is the list that makes you an adult. Yep. All right. So what else is, the, is on here? Um, we're scheduling regular doctor's appointments. I'm, I'm getting better at that. Um, 
making a list when going to the grocery store, cooking dinner most of Monday through Friday, watching the nightly news. Oh, this one's funny. Changing the bed sheets regularly. Oh, yes. That's one. And one I'm going to add on here for men, because this somehow doesn't apply to women, getting a bed frame. Oh, my God. Who is not having a bed frame? Oh, my God. I am scared to go into the dating world. That'll be an absolute requirement. But when I was dating before, and of course, I was like 24, 23 last time, and I have not dated anybody since, um, but there were a couple guys that I went over to their house, and they had mattresses on the floor. And there was one guy who was well into his 30s. And he was a, like... D-list celebrity. <gasps> and I was like, okay, well, we're not sleeping together. That's no, for sure. No, because that's just lazy. Lazy. It's I'm not like, even wow. about the money or something. Yeah. Posters on the, oh the everything God. on the wall needs to be in a frame. Mm, and course. your bed needs to also be in a frame. Frames, frames, frames. That's the, <laughs> that's the theme. Everything in a frame. Oh my God. Right? I can, did you say anything to him? Uh, or did you just think it? I thought. It. Well, you know what? Yeah. I said so- I didn't say anything to him, but I definitely talked shit to his roommate who was a female or t- on him to his roommate. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. I was like, she What's- probably totally understood what you Tot- I'm sure. Yeah. That was like a, no, that was like a one and done. Well, uh, not maybe even, he, I didn't even do it. He so. was definitely not having financial issues if he was a D list celebrity. No, he, he wasn't at all. He could pay his bills. Yeah, he, well, he could pay his bills. And he lived in a house. Well, if you can't pay your bills and. You're worried about interest rates and figuring out everything with finances, then you might be a great candidate for Lightstream. Um, right now, you can get a credit card consolidation loan from our friends at Lightstream with a rate as low as 5.95% APR with auto pay. It means you could save thousands of dollars in interest. Who doesn't love that? Get a loan from $5,000 to $100,000, no fees. And you can even get the money as soon as the day you apply. The application's online. It's super easy. And they want people that have good credit to get a better loan experience. So just for our listeners, apply now to get a special interest rate discount. The only way to get the discount is to go to lightstream.com slash brain candy, L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M.com slash brain candy. Subject to credit approval, rate includes a 0.50% auto pay discount. Terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash brain candy for more information. This guy had a house and not a bed frame. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. I just don't Suze, get that. when we're done, I'm going to tell you who it is, and you're going to be like, <laughs> holy shit. Yeah. Wow. So that's hilarious. So yeah, so most of these, it's really, a lot of these are like chore related. And my mm-hmm. favorite one on the list, number 18, which I think should be number one on the list, okay. getting excited over staying in on a Saturday night. <laughs> that's so true. Yep. Like 16, 17, and 18 is, or and 19, drinking wine, using coupons, getting excited over staying in on a Saturday night and starting the moment with morning with coffee. Check, yeah. check, check, check. Yes. Yeah. I like all those. Yeah. The last one on the list is funny too. It's taking something out of the freezer to defrost. Wow. <laughs> it's so specific. That also is. on here, buying a sensible pair of shoes. Yeah. And right. I would include sense, uh, like comfortable undies in there too. Do young people not have sensible shoes? Nope. I definitely did not own sensible shoes. And also, like, you know, you're, you're it's, I think this is more for women, but like the, what you can afford, like it's the same thing how, with wine, how we say the difference between like a $6 bottle and a $12 <laughs> bottle is like, you know, 
a hundred percent better. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with twenty dollar shoes versus sixty dollar shoes. Yeah, or like eighty dollar shoes. Oh my god! But don't they wear you know like Vans or whatever those cute yeah tennies but are? I think it's probably like. And maybe sensible shoes like the dad shoes, like Landon, mm-hmm. like his joke, you know, he has a, uh, like some arches, the arch issue or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. but you got like, yeah. ins, ins, like shoe inserts and everything. And like, he has right. to wear like specific kind of shoes and they're only like these new balance ones. They'd like, they're the only option are like these dad shoes. And yeah. so it's like, yep, uh, that's it. I'm, I'm dadding it up now in these shoes and. Yeah, you're right. Maybe that's what they're referring to when you're actually just take care of your body in that way. (laughs) Yeah, because I do that now too. I'm like, nope, that heel is too high. We're going for a block heel. We're going for, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Because you have some kick-ass stilettos in your collection. I do. I got a few of those. So do you. Yeah, yeah. I I love them. But like, I remember that's always something that stick it out to me when we met and I thought you only wore flats and then when I went to your house and there was like 10 pairs of these six inch drag queen heels yeah that was when I was where is she wearing these yeah uh, back in the day yeah now you just you go nowhere where I had to run away fat where I maybe (laughs) needed to run somewhere yeah you were sitting somewhere I was definitely sitting in fact I'm I have a I'm like I went through as I'm like unloading all my stuff and organizing it in my new place. I have a beautiful pair of Jimmy Choo shoes that were, they're like gold and they're big old platform heels. They're gorgeous. And they have a gold like mesh netting over the top. I've maybe Mm -hmm. worn them three times. I went to go look at them. The mesh netting on them is like ripped and they looked like they're totally trashed. They're so oh, expensive. What I'm happened? Like, is, I don't know. And I'm like, wherever I, I didn't sit, and I must have walked somewhere in these <laughs> because what the hell? And I'm just like kicking myself, like not kicking myself, but I'm just like, ma- I'm mad that a pair of shoes that's that expensive, that's like the same thing with the wine. After a certain dollar amount, it's like, what the hell is the point? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they look great, but like the knockoff version of this at a hundred bucks would probably have been just as comfortable and I wouldn't have been so bummed that they are ruined but maybe you gotta call try. jimmy and tell i him. think i'm going to and be like can you just fix these and what can you do because they'll do that right maybe? i would think so yeah 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 i don't like oh. that so anywho anywho there was anywho. um an article in the new york times about what makes people charismatic and how you can be too oh i thought that was interesting because like don't we <sighs> think of charisma as just you either have it or you don't but this is saying, no, you can develop it and you can learn how to I be somebody. That. Yeah. And when you think of that word, like I think of it as someone who's very charming um, and like magnetic yeah. and not always in a good way. Sometimes Correct. you meet people with charisma and you're like, I hate that person, but I'm drawn to them. Yep. Johnny um, Bananas. Yes. Good example. Right. Yes. He has charisma for sure. Um, and it was just saying, it, it broke it down into kind of like three pillars. Mm. They said the first pillar was presence, someone who's in that moment. Yes. And like when they're talking to you, they kind of draw you in because they're so engaged um, oh, in yeah. the conversation. And then um, the second pillar is power, where it involves breaking down self-imposed barriers rather than achieving higher status so it's like a power almost like a powerful presence but not about like i'm gonna kick your ass or whatever right 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 um 
And then the third pillar they call warmth. And that's, they said that one is a little harder to fake because it requires you to radiate a certain kind of vibe that signals kindness and acceptance. And if you don't feel that, you're probably not going to be able to emanate that. I really think it has, it's that being present thing, Mm -hmm. you know? And Mm -hmm. like when you even say charisma, like I almost imagine a room having an amount of energy in it, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and energy is like dispersed. If you kind of think of it as just like, I don't know, just like specks of glitter, just like all over. And they can be Mm -hmm. in like the corners or whatever. And these people who are charismatic go into the room and it's like they collect all of that and then they like can send it out and like control how it you know, fill the room with it in a different way. It's like mm-hmm. they gather up all the energy of the room, in, including energy from other people. Cause I think people who are charismatic can bring it out in other people. You know, Landon mm-hmm. is really charismatic and we went to this party and it was kind of like, nobody was really like talking a lot or, you know, it was just more like chill. And then Landon starts telling a story and all of a sudden everybody's engaged and then other people start telling stories and then it starts getting all, you know, so he like collected the energy from everybody else and then like revved it up and, and it was it was that, and it, people mm-hmm. love it. But the thing is, I, I which you know I see and I've experienced, it can be exhausting for the charismatic person. Yes, it's very draining to do that. Yeah, for some people maybe not, but oh, I maybe would not. But it can be for sure because oftentimes people are just lecherous; they're just taking from you without giving you any energy back. Mm. And that depends on who your audience is, I think, because yeah. sometimes it can be energizing. And then you know other what? That's times, true. yeah, this yeah. is just my personal opinion. Like it's just really some me sometimes who can be like, who feels drained after that. Yeah. Well, yeah. and it, like I said, it could depend on who the heck you're giving it to because Correct. some people just take it. Yes. Um, but it was saying how Dr. King, Martin Luther King, um, he mastered all of the pillars, which is rare. Like oh, usually people yes. are, you know, stronger with warmth, but not as strong with the power or whatever. Yep. But they said that he had all three, and that's kind of where the the magic happens. When so does someone Obama. Like Oprah, yeah, Oprah, mm-hmm. yeah. Where Who they else? just they have everything. Yeah. They said that Brene Amelia Brown. Clark from Game of Thrones. They said that she earned high marks in the kindness charisma, which is like the warmth. But oh. they she didn't. Um, she maintained a high presence but low power. These are scholars that actually wow, you know, try I love to measure this. it. Mm-hmm. I'm inter- I would be I would be interested to see if there were men on that list who had low power but high everything else. Right. I wonder if the power thing is gendered. So they said that Steve Jobs exhibited mastery and power mm-hmm. and high marks oh, for presence no but no warmth. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you can see it. And it says if you're looking for a good starting point to be more likable, that you can start with storytelling. That as, yes. a, as you described, that once you start to be able to speak in metaphors, it really draws people in. It makes you relatable, and you know you can use your face and your body language and vocal inflections to create the, a better story, and then people are more inclined to like you. Yeah, just tell a good story. That's really it. And then That's people feel do. like, oh, nobody's going to want to hear this. They do. Just tell whatevs. I mean, well, well especially if it's 352 episodes of it. <laughs> right. But especially if you're at an event or something and it's dead air, like you were saying, yeah. where nobody's really hasn't found the energy yet. And then somebody comes in and is like, let me, let me handle this. Just take any story we've said on here 
and even just you, you know use it as your own whatever people like, do the that the other day i was at a bar and i overheard this woman stop this man and can you believe she went off on him on telling this joke about roofing somebody <laughs> you can really like feel free Amp it up. Mm-hmm. Add some details for, you know, take some creative liberties in it. Go for it. Yeah, you can have it. Have it. We don't care. Not at all. But I do think a lot of our listeners said, you know, our show is good for giving little stories that you can tell to cut, break the ice and cut yes. the tension in a room. That's why we read them all and why, yeah, we do the same thing. Yeah. Oh, I love but that. But I, I liked it because I really, I, I would say I thought of charisma as just something you either had or didn't have. I never thought someone could develop it. Mm-hmm. So I like the idea that, no, you can you can become more likable and more social and then more magnetic as well. And vulnerable, like making, it's not like self-deprecation, but like I feel like if you kind of, you can even share stories where you're like, oh my God, I can't tell somebody that. That would be so embarrassing. No, people love hearing a story where... You know, you do something that maybe is a little embarrassing as it says you're sending the message that like, look, I'm a person. And mm-hmm. if you feel awkward at this party or the, let me tell you the story about this one embarrassing thing that happened to me, uh, you know, blah, 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 blah. And it kind of takes everybody's defenses down. Yeah. I love a good vulnerable story. <laughs> me too. You know, you have a lot of them for oh. this, that where you're the center of the story. And well, you yeah, do something I hilarious. I just live in a place of just like, I'm just like embarrassed all the time. Like, you know. Are you? Well, no, it's just, I don't know what it is. Like, uh, I, I can always tell the times where I'm like too in my head because it's usually mm-hmm. like when I'm in my head that something embarrassing happens to me in like the physical world. Like, for mm-hmm. example, when I was thinking that I was like hot shit when my episode aired and I came out of the bathroom dragging <laughs> toilet paper and like the whole restaurant saw and I thought they were looking at me because I was like famous now. And so that was because I was like in my head and not noticing it. And when we were in Nashville, I was thinking a whole bunch about like stuff that was going on and like, you know, just like interactions between people at, at you know, your birthday and blah, blah, blah. And I was just thinking a lot and not paying attention. And I come out of the bathroom and I probably was walking around for a good half an hour, hour or so. And I went to go like scratch my back. And I realized that the shawl I had been wearing, this like wrap I was in, was now tucked not only tucked into my shorts but then like my (laughs) underwear was sticking out and it was like wrapped around my undies and like my I got like my thong out of my shorts with the thing on which like it's from the back who that would have been a real sight and uh and I was just like okay well there you go humble moment just walking around like that through the bars in Nashville with my chonies hanging out so uh you know I was just I I think I got to just be more present and be like you know, okay, I'm I'm going to the bathroom now. Let me finish dressing myself and make sure oh, I'm fully I know. cloaked. That happens to me anytime you're in a hurry to yes. because you don't want to inconvenience someone else. Yeah. Then that's the kind of time when that kind of thing happens because you're yeah. so worried about not upsetting the other person that then yes. you don't care, take care of your chonies. Correct. And mm-hmm. uh, 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 oh, there was something that you reminded me of. You were saying. What did you just say? You were just like, how like you get into a hurry because you don't want to uh, inconvenience another person. Oh gosh! There. Oh well, it's gone. That thought. You lost that it. Was, yeah, that's that all was right. Like a little, you know what? Little, it's fine. We're winding yeah, down. D- that's what doesn't happens. happen that often. But we you ran know, out of steam, guys. We did. I did. Yeah. It's just like, we started out strong and then we lost. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't forget to subscribe. Yeah, man. 
Leave us a five-star review. Oh, Please I love a, a five-star review. I love them. And you guys have been um, real cute at, at um, posting things on, like, Instagram stories with our, like, thank you for, for posting those of, like, hey, listening to this episode and, like, swipe up and check out your, you know. So I just like it. It's like our, yeah, our Brain we, Candy listeners are, like, sharing via social media for us. And it's just great to see. Yeah. I feel really loved. Yeah, we got a message today from a gal who's, I think her name is Liz, and she said she just moved out of town, out, sorry, she just moved out on her own for the first time, and she's a huge fan. She stockpiled all the recent episodes so that when she moved, she could listen to them and not be so sad and lonely. Oh! So thanks for always being entertaining and brilliant. It helps make the shit time a little better. Hey, do you have her mm-hmm. contact? Yeah. Maybe we can okay. send her that moving book. Oh, that's a great idea. You know? Yeah. I just been thinking, like, I got I got a bunch of books. I want to just, like, yeah. So, like, stay, say nice things about us and, like, you know. <laughs> we'll send you stuff. And, like, I'm, I'm in a real givey mood, and I got a bunch of books to give away. Yeah, so, that's like a spirit. Like a bunch. So, see? so we there got you go. You. you will be rewarded. Handsomely. All right, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Weave Podcast Network. Check out all of our shows, including the Brain Candy Podcast, I Don't Get It, Coffee Convos, and Let's Talk About It.